0: Hi, and welcome to The Art of Spiritual Sleep. My name is Wendy Rosenthal, and I am your co-host, along with Kabbalistic Sleep and Dream expert extraordinaire, Mordecai Vallis. Hi, Mordecai. How are you today?
1: I'm great. Happy to be here. How are you?
0: You know, every week I'm with you, I'm happy to be here. I'm very excited. Thank you.
1: Because- I appreciate
0: that. <laughs> we are learning a lot of deep um, insights, and I am very grateful to be a part of that, and I welcome all of you who are listening. If we have any new listeners, let me just remind you that The Art of Spiritual Sleep and Mordecai Ballas is here each week to help you understand the power of your sleep and dreams through the lens and the wisdom and the understandings of the ancient wisdom of Kabbalah, and every week we bring to you a lot of insights insights. And we also end with fantastic features, So you want to stay around for that. The first is the language of dreams where Mordecai shares a sleep symbol of the week. And the next one is something to sleep on where Mordecai gives you tips and meditations and workshops and exercises that you can do practically every single night to enhance your sleep and dreams. We um, are very excited to be in a series of conversation that is all around elite sleep right so we have been here for 40 odd weeks now sharing with you all this information and we want everybody to take it up to the next level to be able to if you want Um, and so we're talking about things that you need to do in order to do that and one of the most important things as we're learning is to make sure that the gateways to your soul that connect you with the metaphysical world are nurtured. And we spoke in the last two weeks about eyes and ears. And today's topic is about the nose, which is right in the middle of our faces. Something very prominent. uh, (laughs) Kind of sticks out, can't get around it. Uh, So Mordecai, Mm -hmm. why don't you start and maybe give us two minutes, um, a recap of what elite sleep is in case somebody's missed the other episodes. And then let's talk about the nose.
1: Right, and we want to also set our consciousness. As we're doing this, we actually <coughs> we're opening up the gates for everyone in the world to better their sleep and to better their dreams. And last time we spoke about the idea, um, actually when we started the journey with Elite Sleep, we said that uh, some people uh, might have uh, issues with their sleep, some people might have issues with their dreams, Um, And then you have two more categories, people that can, um, they have good sleep and people that have good sleep and good dreams. And the elite sleep is like the fifth level, like the cherry on the top, being able to, okay, I'm already sleeping good. I'm already, uh, I have nice dreams. How can I take it to the next level? And we called it elite sleep because It's not necessarily for everyone. I mean, everyone can access it, but uh, really the idea is to be in a place that you receive messages, you get messages, you are more in control, you're more conscious when you're asleep, which is um, the name elite says, I think it says it all, because uh, even to be, let's say, in an elite group, elite unit, to belong to this elite anything, it requires uh, internal uh, commitment, internal work, effort, and and probably few other qualities. So uh, just to keep in mind, this is not necessarily for everyone. You might be listening to this and you're saying, you know, I don't know if it's for me, which is fine, but we're giving us the ability through the accessing and nourishing the six gates, right? Mind, eyes, ears, nose, mouth, and touch. So the five senses plus the mind-heart connection uh, to nourish. And as a result, your dreams, your sleep become so much more elevated. And we already discovered before how through the eyes and uh, so far, right? How through the eyes and through the ears we get to experience a greater elevated state while we are asleep, elevated state of dream, um, and so on.
0: Well, I just also want to comment that when you know, for me, what I've been learning is that elevated state of dreams and sleep kind of means you have more control over, proactively, what's going on in your sleep and dreams. Yeah, right? it's like right. before the the before this the insights that you're giving all important but and and the work that you know the something to sleep on that we can do is all important but this is kind of like okay now you might have this great sleep and dreams now if you want to be proactive and make it so that your dreams are more prophetic or of providence that your sleep is deeper and the quality of it and the and the the work that your soul does is is bigger this is what you need to do Right. In other words, we
1: want to make you a pro when it comes to your sleep. We know that sleep can be, let's say, around a third of your life. And uh, we desire that you are good in everything that you do. In your awake time, maybe it's time to be good in your sleep time. So.
0: <laughs> All right, so... So we've talked about protecting and nourishing the eyes and ears. What is different about the nose? I mean, what, you know, why it, you kind of go, well, how does smell really relate to sleep and dreams?
1: Right. right. There's so, so many beautiful things about the nose. Um, just something that came to my mind. Let's say even um, if you are, um, if I ask you, Wendy, to take a deep breath, I think for many people, the natural choice would be to inhale through the mouth. Mm -hmm. It's not something that... Because when I inhale through the nose, there's less air that is coming in.
0: It feels that way, for sure.
1: Right? Mm -hmm. It feels sometimes like it's not enough. More right, Like if I do it through the nose. Okay, but if I do it through the mouth, it's like oh, it's much more, I can inhale much more, right? Or even let's say if I tell you to exercise, right? To go on a treadmill and breathing only through the nose. At a certain point, you won't be able to uh, accommodate the level of oxygen, the level of uh, energy that you need, and you start to breathe in through your mouth. It's something else like how we breathe out, I don't don't think that... uh, I mean, most of the people probably don't breathe out through the nose, but it's mostly the breathing in, um, which is also very powerful. So this is like, first of all, the understanding that the nose is uh, in so many ways representing the energy of spirituality. Uh, Even in the face, the nose represents the, um, the spiritual... house. How big is the capacity of the individual for spirituality? I remember um, as a teenager, as a a kid, I had a very small, cute nose. As a teenager, I noticed how every day my nose is getting bigger and bigger. And I remember also looking at the mirror and not really being so excited about it um, and actually looking for different ways and solutions uh, to fix it. And when I came to the uh, journey of Kabbalah, when I came to the Kabbalah Center, I realized, oh my God, it's such a blessing. Because the bigger the nose, it actually shows you how um, how much the person is capable of spirituality. Let alone other, other blessings. Like being uh, in tuned, being connected. I mean, you know, when someone, we spoke about it before, but when someone's nose is stuffy, it's really hard to be focused. It's hard to be uh, in tuned. It's hard to be present. It's even hard to sleep when your nose is stuffy. Now, when your throat is hurting, it's not as much as like the nose. So the nose, in, in a way, represents more quality of breathing. Right? It's versus right. the mouth, which is quantity.
0: Okay. I, I got I to step back and hopefully yeah. not get on the spot. But sure. you're not saying that somebody who has a cute little nose can't be spiritual, right?
1: No, no, no. That's not... The, that's not it doesn't go the other way. Okay. It goes uh, only in one way in the sense that if it's bigger, especially in the, if the part of the nose, I don't know how you call it in English but it's like the part next to the nostrils, like right. the sides, Yeah. right? If it's uh, um, thick, like there's meat there, mm-hmm. there's even more uh, more potential to work with. Having said that, it doesn't mean uh, that someone that doesn't have it doesn't have potential, you know, uh, everyone has potential, obviously, to grow the spirituality and and for those that have this kind of nose, and you might say maybe certain uh, uh, people from certain origins, certain uh, ethnics might have a uh, uh, greater potential, but it's uh, relatively to, uh, um, to the individual himself, and not necessarily like, uh, you know, someone was born in a certain country to a certain... Ethnic uh, section. Okay, so what does it mean? Are they more spiritually inclined? Not necessary. It would be relatively to uh, to your ethnic origin. So, yeah.
0: um, and also, why why would your nose be the thing that qualifies or quantifies or supports your? Why is it so connected to spirituality? I mean, it seems yeah like, so. funny. Though, if it, for me, it feels like it'd be one of the last things that would be an indicator or connected to it.
1: Right. So, the Kabbalistically, we already shared in the past, in different episodes, that the universe and everything that exists is, is comprised out of 10 levels, also known as the 10 sefirot, 10 emanations, on how the light of the force of creation is emanating through those 10. They are used as a system to provide to us a bridge between the metaphysical and the physical. Uh, to provide to us the energy in a balanced way. And when we look at our face, our face is also comprised out of those 10 levels. So um, we have the brain or the forehead, the the big part of the head, which is connection to the energy of keter, the seed level. And uh, because also our thoughts are the seed level of the manifestation. And then you have the eyes, which represent the next level, which is Chochmah. And you can see it also in, the, in terms of the position of those, that they also, it's like the light is trickling down those levels. Mm-hmm. Then you have the ears, and then you have the nose. So the, the ears are the next level, the nose is the next level after that. And the nose is the bridge between everything that is metaphysical, which is from the nose and up. And we already spoke about spiritual vision, spiritual vision in dreams, right. spiritual hearing in dreams, right. spiritual thoughts in, 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 um, in your sleep. And, and then comes the mouth, which is the actual manifestation, which we'll get to it in the next episode. But when the mouth is speaking it can reflect on what's the consciousness of the individual. So the nose is the gate that all the energy, hmm. uh, we're talking about an uh, energetical structure, all the energy comes from the metaphysical to the physical, which re- is represented here by the mouth. So
0: it's, it's I mean, that's kind of, Complicated. So I'm just trying to. It's a
1: bit. It's a bit. uh, Yeah. It's a bit uh, out there, right? It's a bit lofty. The concept.
0: No, but it's so. What you're saying is our face kind of is representative of different levels of the universe, and our nose is that is that part of it that is connecting the metaphysical with the with the physical. It.
1: Yeah. It's the last level in the metaphysical. Right. It's the last in the metaphysical. And it's interesting also because uh, uh, even the word uh, avir, which is air in Hebrew, is the same letters of the word or, which means light, with an additional letter, which is the smallest letter in the Hebrew alphabet. And <coughs> even the word breath, which you know we breathe in through the nose, is the same letters of the word um, uh, soul. Hmm. So when we breathe in, we actually bring in light through our soul. And even if you look so far at what we have explored so far with the eyes, with the ears, right? When you smell like something that is beautiful to you, like delicate for you, it gives you really a very unique experience that it's very hard to explain it in words. Like for example... Right. Let's say if I saw something, I went on a trip and I saw one, a wonderful thing I can share with you, obviously words would limit, but I can share with you. Right. How I can draw for you the picture. Sound also like uh, if I heard something, I heard good news. I can show you the good news. I heard something that is really great when it comes to smell, it's a bit harder to describe. Like you, you would probably describe it with a, a smell that is similar to it.
0: Yeah, it's so interesting. I,
1: right, because I mean, it it becomes more spiritual.
0: Yeah, so it's want- harder
1: to 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 explain it in a physical way.
0: Yeah, I I I I hope you'll indulge me for a minute. I want to give an example because it's very like recent for me. I lived in London for 10 years. And, you know, when you, when you are around the train stations and the, and because you live there too, right. And you go into the underground, there's a smell, right. There's a smell of the train that is very unmistakable and you can't really like, it's hard to place what it is, but there's this mix of like dust and tin. I don't know how to explain it. Anyway, where I live now, there's a park and there's a train that, runs through the park and an overpass. And every time I'm on the, like I'm running or walking under the train tracks, there is the same exact smell. Like I'm, it's crazy, right? And it's really interesting to me because if the, if, if I just was seeing the train go over, I wouldn't think anything of it. I'm just like, oh, that's so cool. It's a nice train that goes through. But because that smell is there, It's like it it almost makes me cry every time because I'm transported back into my favorite parts of London only because of the smell. Like seeing the train wouldn't make a difference. You know, seeing that there's a bridge there doesn't make a difference. It's the smell it produces, which is, it's so. Right. So So
1: you can see that we already spoke that, right, that eyes can bring us, when we see something, it can bring us back to a memory. Mm -hmm. When we hear something like a a song can bring us to a memory. When we smell something
0: it's emotional. It can bring
1: us to the spiritual essence yes. of that memory.
0: Yes, it's it's definitely more emotional. I agree with you that the other two are more intellectual like it takes you back and like it connects you to a, right. like a, a a place in time, but when you smell, like you smell your grandmother's cooking, like something that smells like your grandmother used to make, it's an emotional impact that is much greater in my opinion.
1: Yeah, and you know, even certain very strong smells can even make your eyes watery, right? Yeah. It's like it's a gate that is very unique. It's very, I mean, all the gates are unique, and I'm full with the hopefully filled with appreciation about them. And the nose is really something that um, in the day to day, maybe we don't appreciate it as much as we 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 can right because it's like uh, yeah obviously you know with the um, with the eyes yes i'm really appreciative that i can see and with the ears that i can hear but with the nose it's like uh, it didn't get like the best pr like when do we really feel that we lack in in the nose like when it's stuffy it's never cold. or when we can we can smell like uh, certain people um, uh, that ex- extracted the COVID uh, virus they went through a process of not being able to smell S- some of them, it was one of the symptoms <coughs> and you could you know from talking to se- specific people that, that had it, it's like wow now that they didn't have it, now oh my god I, yeah I miss smelling That uh, that thing that energy. I mean, yeah, you can relate it somehow. Let's say to someone that is color blinded, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe like, okay, how would you describe to them red or green? That's like a sort of like related to how do you describe a smell. But still, someone that can see, you can describe to them. Uh, like the picture, even if it doesn't have the colors.
0: Exactly. Uh, You know, I I remember when you and I talked about this, I was telling you a story about my grandfather, who was a, a chemist and he had an accident in his lab and the accident, like the chemical got into his nose and it stopped his ability to smell. And after that time, he never enjoyed eating again because he really couldn't taste because he lost his smell. So it also affected like that whole connection right. between
1: it affects the taste,
0: the taste, yeah. Because and how-
1: the nose is responsible to bring the energy down to the manifestation, which is the mouth. So that explains why when the mouth, when the nose is clogged, stuffy, you ca- you cannot have the full experience of the taste because the energy is is uh, is blocked, and even you know in the in the biblical uh, story the nose is uh, representing the energy of patience versus uh, anger
0: hmm.
1: and um, the zohar the main text of kabbalah goes to explain that when an individual is um, uh, going through a process of they have they choosing between patience versus uh, anger let's say Then And in the biblical story, there is uh, sometimes, uh, because for us to connect to the force of creation, there is certain times that we, uh, in the biblical story, it is attributed to the force of creation, human uh, actions, human qualities, for us to connect in a a better way is a bridge for us. So it says that... um, uh, the word in Hebrew for anger, a very special word, is called charon af, which is the wrath of the nose. Like, what's the connection, right? The wrath of the nose. So, and patience is called er chapaim, like long, uh, the length of the nose.
0: <laughs> so interesting.
1: Someone that has a long nose has greater patience, right? And so it, it's like, it's, it's very interesting. Why is it associated with the, with the nose and not with the mouth and not with the ears? And the Zora explains that when an individual is um, a, a, attaining the energy of patience, they attain it through the energy of the nose.
0: Hmm.
1: You know, it's the ability to take a deep breath. But when right. you take a deep breath from the nose, it has more quality. Right. Versus anger, which is like short of breath in terms of the nose.
0: It, right. It's all like coming out of your mouth.
1: <laughs> like, yeah. Right? And you can see also where, like in the movies, right? Like the bull, like the, the, the sting goes out of the nose. Right. right. Why it's not going out of the, of the mouth? Because the wrath, which is like an elevated state of anger, is... Uh, associated with the energy of, uh, of the nose.
0: Wow. Okay, so let me ask this question now. We've talked yeah. about the nose way more than I ever would have given it thought, and now it's, I'm finding it totally fascinating. Um, one, how do we protect it and, and nurture it? And two, well, maybe the, first, the second question that should go first is, okay, so what does this have to do with sleep and dreams?
1: Right. So first of all, we want to get to the understanding that this gate is constantly nourishing the soul constantly so let's say when you're asleep your eyes are closed you're not really like nourishing through the eyes when you're asleep also when you're asleep the ears let's say are not really i mean yeah you might hear something but if you're in deep sleep you won't be hearing it exactly Uh, But the nose, this is the gate that is continuously operative while we are asleep. And therefore, when an individual is nourishing the nose throughout the day, nourishing the smell, and that can be done by uh, meditations that you focus on breathing through the nose, it can be done even when you go to a meeting and, or an important conversation and you, br- you focus on breathing in through the nose. It can be done by smelling. Like, obviously there are smells that are absolute. Like, like everyone agrees that it's a great smell. And there are smells like um, that maybe they are subjective to the individual. Like some one guy would like vanilla, the other one like can't stand vanilla. Right. But um, so, so having said that, if I'm nourishing it through the smell, if I'm avoiding faulty smells as much as I can, like let's say if I'm walking in the street and there's like a, sm- a smell of a, a sewage or, or like anything that, you know, I close my nose. I don't have to smell it. Right, yeah. like the other day, we I was driving with uh, Lisheva and the kids, and uh, there was like a bad smell from outside. So immediately we closed the windows, and uh, Lisheva turned on the switch so the air will not come from outside; it will circulate from within. At least until we cross that um, very interesting uh, experience. Uh, so, um, so when you are focused on consciously. Nourishing that when you go to sleep, so uh, you are starting your elevation in a higher spiritual uh, stage, and therefore you have a greater uh, capacity. It's not like the eyes and and the ears that you're gonna see uh, stronger messages or hear stronger. I mean, you're not gonna get um, a strong, a strong, stronger, stronger, stronger message through the nose I mean maybe you will have you will experience a smell in your dream Mm -hmm. uh, like a smell of something that is freshly baked or smell of flowers like you could smell it but even more than that if you nourish it during the day if you nourish your smell, your nose during the day, when you go to sleep you have a greater capacity because the nose represents spirituality you have a greater capacity to receive that beautiful, powerful light that the creator, the force of creation wants to give to you through those messages. So this is more of expanding your vessel to receive greater, more powerful messages, sending messages, being able to do more spiritual work while you are asleep.
0: It gives new meaning to the phrase stop and smell the roses.
1: Exactly. <laughs> totally stop and smell the roses. Uh-huh. And then, um, you know it's uh, it's such an opportunity that uh, I remember uh, learning from my teacher of Berg that of Brandwein his teacher uh, taught him that how do you know what's important uh, in life so of Brandwein shared with love kabbalistically it's what people pay less attention to mm. so yeah people pay more attention to the eyes or uh, the the ears, and it's understandable. And the nose, you know what? It's not the end of the world if I didn't smell it, right? How many times also we smell something, like, did you smell it? Did you smell this? You know, like, it's like very, very, um, I can't even find the right word. It's very unique spiritually. It's very delicate.
0: Yeah, it's 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 like, we don't appreciate, it's much easier to connect to, you know, uh, understanding that what goes in your mouth and what goes out of your mouth is important or what you see or what you hear. But we don't think like, we don't, we don't think about, for example, if you see an accident, let's say, and, you're, and, and we're trying to protect ourselves from seeing the accident, it's, it's kind of like, okay, so you saw it and, and that will conjure up you think automatically that's going to conjure something up, but you don't think, oh, I might drive by and smell something like it's not first and foremost yeah. in your mind. Right. You. Yeah. You you don't think about it that way. It It's beca- it, like it's like the third, fourth, fifth thing that you think about. But it's so interesting to me because, you know, smells are and breathing. It's 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 like it's so important. It really we talk about how sometimes, like, I smell a rat. Why do you say that? When something's not right, people say, I smelled like something. Right, something, something is wrong. fishy. Right? Something so-
1: doesn't smell right, right?
0: Exactly. So it's like also the-
1: spiritually, yeah, when you smell something that is not okay, it's not a physical smell, right? Right. You need to go with with that smell. When you, you smell that it's right, right? Like I remember one of my students, uh, back then when we started to uh, walk together to meet, so uh, he's a great uh, businessman, business entrepreneur, and asked him, "You know, when I called you uh, to suggest to you to study Kabbalah, um, why I mean, you couldn't see me, right? Why did you start to study? Like what, what brought you to this?" So he says, "You know, in the, in the field that I'm in, I, I developed a great sense of smell. So he told me, I can smell from thousands of miles if the person is genuine, uh, if they have an agenda, if uh, their intention is in the right place. I use my smell, right? And he he told me, I smell that you are coming from the right place. That's that's why I went with you.
0: Yeah, it's so interesting. So we're using
1: our smell, you know, even when we get into a place, let's say you get into a restaurant, you get into a business deal, we're using our metaphysical smell to, to gauge whether we should go for it or not. And it came to my mind right now that in Israel, there, was a, there is a spiritual system that was developed. Um, right now, I don't remember the name of the system, but you might be able to find it if you Google it. That it's, um, I, I, and I did it once, it was wonderful. It's a session that they give you uh, different types of smells. It's like in small bottles, and by and you say this is a better one, this is faulty. I don't like this, and you rank them from one to I think it's nine and even more. And then there's another round of other smells, and then uh, they give you like a personality. Uh, like profile. the char- characteristics so, yeah but por- yeah. like a portfolio of your personality like yeah. really like where you stand in more you more where you what are your strengths and then they give you a smell like a, a small bottle that has the smell that is the essence of your spirituality and your personality and every time you smell it even if it's once a day it enhances your connection to where you're operating from
0: that's so interesting yeah i yeah. just I, I just think it's it's amazing to think how much we dismiss it, but how how connected we are it's to so powerful our intuitiveness through our smell. Like that's what I'm saying, when you feel something, you go, I smell it smells fishy, or I smell a rat, or like it's it, it's connected to our soul, like you're saying, our intuitiveness. Like that gut feeling yes. is is expressed through, you know, how we feel or what we're smelling or how we're, you know, like it doesn't smell right.
1: It's and so sometimes people also use it, right? They say, like, you know, I could almost smell it. I could almost, I, I can smell the money. I can no, smell the deal. Yeah. 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 I'm almost there, right? What do you mean you could smell it? You know, it's just, it's just beautiful to see.
0: All right. So, uh, I think this is very eye opening or very nose opening, <laughs> if you will. Yeah.
1: Early nose opening. And,
0: yeah, how much our nose and our and our smell and our breath is connected to our spirituality, which then if you're nurturing it, you're opening your opening up your vessel to receive more spiritual messages in your sleep and dream. So, if you miss this one, you know, it's not a good one to miss. Let me just say, you know, it'll be the one right. that everybody will think to miss. It's the one you don't want to miss. Um, and think
1: about it for a second, right? It's just a uh, I'm sure everyone can remember uh, at least once the memory of uh, being, let's say, having a cold, like stuffy nose. And then uh, the moment that you're in that you can finally
0: breathe. smell
1: and breathe in yeah. through the nose.
0: The best. <sighs> the best. Such a relief. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? More than the mouth, like we don't, it's like... More than the mouth. Because you're sitting there breathing when your nose is stuffing, you're sitting there breathing through your mouth, but it's not as satisfying,
1: right? Yes, it's, it's like, like you don't like it. Yeah, it's t- like when is this going to be it's over?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Right? Very because nice. our inclination is to be uh, connected to spirituality. And this is the real deal. The nose wow. represents the truth.
0: I love it. All right. You might want to share this one with your friends because this one is a good one. Well, they're all good ones. This one, surprising one. Let's say it that way. All right. (laughs) right, Let's talk the language of dreams. What is the sleep symbol of the week?
1: So um, we thought about (laughs) it a lot. We didn't really know what to choose. And eventually we went with...
0: Nose! (laughs) The nose.
1: (laughs) So obviously the nose represents uh, spirituality. And uh, <clears throat> um, when when you dream that you are, um, uh, let's say, your nose is growing, not like the story of Pinocchio, but you dream that you have, like, let's say, a bigger nose than than usual, it means you are increasing your capacity uh, for spirituality. You're really going uh, to your next level. Um, um, let's say if it's um, and knows that it's stuffy, so there is a blockage, there's a spiritual blockage that they try to show you. Maybe you're not open to see it or experience it in the actual reality, but in actual reality, in the in the in the awake time, but in the in the sleep time, you are allowed to receive a hint that something is blocked, that something that you're not open enough, that you need to open. Your nose, your spirituality about it. Um, surprisingly, for some of us, nose that is bleeding in the in a dream, unless of course uh, the individual has an issue with bleeding nose in the awake time, nose that is bleeding is actually a sign for health. Oh, because we already spoke in the past, I believe, about blood that blood represents a uh, clearing of judgment uh clearing of an energy that doesn't serve the individual. So when the, um, when the nose is bleeding in the dream, it's actually clearing of the energy that doesn't serve us. Um, another surprise is someone that sees themselves without a nose in the dream. It's actually representing that the individual was saved from a serious medical challenge. Wow, and it's um, and it's probably connected energetically to the idea that um, the the medical challenge before it becomes physical, it has to be first of all energetical, and the bridge between the metaphysical and the physical did not exist in the dream, so therefore it did not come into fruition, it did not come into manifestation, um, and. Um, <coughs> Many times the Kabbalists associate in the dream interpretation growing nose, bigger nose to great wealth that is coming to the individual. So it can be also spirituality, but it can also mean like lots of money uh, coming into the uh, individual. And when someone sees their nose being uh, cut in the dream, it's actually showing that they release the energy of anger as Uh we spoke about. And now they're going to attain uh, a greater, um, uh, obviously greater patience. And nose can also represent the energy of relationships, uh, which is also beautiful. Like if the nose is um, stuffy, it can also indicate about uh, something blocked in the relationship with, with the spouse. So that's something uh, to really uh, look into, and obviously there's more. But the essence of it is really uh, spirituality, also connected to wealth, going bigger, great, getting smaller, not necessarily the best, right? But
0: it sounds like this yeah. is one of those ones where you might recommend a dream interpretation because there's so many. Definitely, it's a very
1: important symbol. Yeah, and it's it. it it is an absolute symbol, but it has many angles.
0: Exactly. And so what, how it looks, who, you know, what's going on, not just with the nose, but what else is happening might be very important. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Thank you for that. And something. And it also, by the
1: way, it also means something else if you see someone else with a bigger nose. So it's, uh, <laughs> I, I, again, I'm just saying there's so much to it. But we're giving you the core ideas behind it, so.
0: All right. So if you do see, have something going on with your nose in a dream, it might be one of those times where you pick up the phone or you email Mordecai and say, I need an interpretation. Spirituality and,
1: we'll you know. and wealth. That's the bottom line That's of bottom nose. Line.
0: Okay. Well, and you did say health. So kind of like spirituality, wealth, and health.
1: It's all in one. All in one, Okay.
0: <laughs> all right. And something to sleep on?
1: So we thought, um, obviously, you can nourish your nose by finding the smells that are really good for you. But we thought maybe to focus more on a breathing exercise that you can do maybe for uh, (coughs) 10 minutes, 15 minutes a day. um, Just to focus on breathing through the nose and trying to inhale as much as you can holding it, and then releasing it through the mouth. And you will see that when you do that, um, like you you take time for at least for one week, 10, 15 minutes to receive this energy through the nose, then your dreams and your sleep will be enhanced because you are giving energy. And you can also add to it, let's say... Um, uh, Fresh air so you can do it outside maybe in the morning or uh, if you are close to the beach or close to like the air of the mountains so maybe you want to use that. And if none of these are available even use your uh, your air purifier let's say if you have one to uh, just get close to it and just take uh, inhale through this energy. And see how it affects your sleep and how it affects your dreams. It will.
0: It will for sure. There's no question. And there's so many, um, also, there's so many practices around breathing and taking breath in that it's so important how we don't breathe. I mean, I'm sure that could be a whole episode that we do on its own, just how people don't even know how to breathe correctly, right? You know, so that it's enhancing their health for many reasons. So, all right, great. Well, thank you, Mordecai. Again, fascinating, um, insightful, and practical. I totally appreciate it. And we appreciate you. Um, you can thank find you. all of our episodes our something to sleep on our language of dreams on our social media platforms, which is Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. So check it out. Also, we really encourage you to share Anything that uh, you hear in these episodes um, that you find of interest with others, because as we said earlier, the more you share and other people's sleep and dreams are elevated, then not only is the whole world going to be a better place, but your life as well. When you help somebody sleep and dream better, believe me, the ripple effect comes back. I can vouch for that myself. I am very honored to be a part of this For a selfish reason <laughs> my <sleeping laughs> dreams have gotten so much better so we do ask you um, to subscribe and share and finally if you have any questions please leave them in the comment sections of any of our platforms we do um, answer the questions during the week and i always forget to mention we are on many many podcast platforms as well whatever your favorite one is you can find us there all of these places you can find us at the art of spiritual sleep and last but not least, if you do need a dream interpretation, you can reach Mordecai at dreams at And for more information or to book a private one on one session with Mordecai, if you have challenges in your sleep that you want to overcome, or if you just want to enhance your sleep and dreams, you can reach him at artofspiritualsleep at Kabbalah.com. All right, everyone, thank you so much for joining us. Mordecai, thank you again, and we will look forward to seeing you and and, uh, next week.
1: Thank you. And smell the roses, (laughs) even when you're asleep.